crew, guys. It's the Connection Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Connection Podcast. We're in just an a- under, ooh, just Whoa. under an hour. <laughs> We're going to dive into the Bible and come full circle with God and His Word. And we, okay, it's it's pretty much official now that Matthew Ocheta is now part of Connection Podcast. Yeah, he has we'll been be on it consistently. We're going to update the logo, get him on there. We're going to have to figure out some arrangement now on it, too. It's going to be like a, like a, 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 a ring. Triangle? No, like a like could be could be a triangle. Start for off now, with yeah. A triangle. I feel like one day it's going to be that image of um like a bunch of faces around the outside, like a little border. That's with what like I was a little thinking. logo in the middle. That's what I was thinking. And another guest. We'll see if he first chimes timer. in. First timer on the on the podcast, but uh, Raul Lopez. Introduce yourself, buddy. Here, introduce yourself. So now what's going on, guys? Raul Lopez here. First time here. First time here, you know, experiencing something new, something different. Um, experiencing the most, most wonderful guys here that I've met before. Yeah. You know, never had some friends like this. And hopefully, you know, God does great things in their lives and my lives as well. Amen. So let's get this going. Thanks for having me, guys. Y'all already know Matt. Thank you, He's going to do his uh, 602 intro. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, if y'all put me in the, in the cover, I need a beard, bro. I don't have one in real life, but I, was, I mean, we could, we could go by faith. I was going to say, you want me to give you a little, like, one right here and then on the chair? Yeah, Raul can, like, some, some little whiskers. Raul can sh- shift over some of his. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just shave some of our wools and like we'll we'll save it and we'll just like glue <laughs> it onto you, Matt. Hey, real quick to the listeners, if I have any prayer requests for y'all, please pray for a beer to come in. I'm being dead serious. Hey, you know what? Remember, Jesus it. said we can pray for anything there in His go. name. There you go. <laughs> in Jesus name. I need a beard. <laughs> we will pray for a beard from Matt. Lord. All right, guys, let's jump in. Um, we're going to be in the book of Psalms today, and the very first one, Psalms, Psalms one. Verse one, and it says, um, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked, they're like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Ooh! Ooh, ooh. I just just remembered. Do you remember? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What? Like one of the first nights of Afterglow. Is this what we talked about? This is what, like, Uh. one of the very first times that I ever, like... Preached. Gave a message, and this is what I what I gave. Was it? Yeah, because I, I was talking. I oh. I only stayed pretty much one through three, and I was talking about how like, you know, the, the trees are like planted along the riverbank that we need to plant our lives along the riverbank to the source. Oh yes, I remember that now. Fruit each season, and then how like when we plant ourselves by the riverbank, throughout all the seasons of of you know like winter, spring, summer, fall, like. Our our leaves won't wither away because we're planted. We're rooted near God's river. Yeah, you remember that now? Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Dang. We have come full circle now. Full circle, these bro. Things. I'm just gonna go back and like talk about what I talked about in Afterglow and stuff. I don't even remember what I gave. I don't even remember half the messages. I remember we did a series called Invisible God, but. Like what to do when it feels like God can isn't you, working. You, I'm sorry, we're just going off of <laughs> go old memories. It. But can you believe we did series? 
<laughs> we literally we did like we did series on Friday nights with like two people in the room. But hey, like a whole night in like multiple series on. Yeah, so like every for like one whole month, we would be like in a series. Of, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just to like Invisible God or like right now at Hillsong, we're in I Am David. Yeah. Yeah. We were in. Like how most pastors do series and stuff, we did. We did did series, but good practice for us, right? For the future. Okay, so I want to kind of go through this um, really verse by verse because the first one has a lot in it. And so before I begin there, um, there's a theme to this, right? I'm I'm gonna the majority of what I'm gonna say on this is really gonna be taken from what my Bible says and the little footnotes and the life application stuff. So the theme of this is it's life's two roads. Okay, the life of the faithful person is contrasted with the life of the faithless person. Okay, so blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. Okay, that's verse 1. So it's basically saying here that who you associate yourself with can really dictate how your life is played out. Dang. Yeah. So what, uh, let me pull this up, if I can see it, over the mic. So I'm just gonna I'm just literally gonna read this because as I was reading it, it's it's really good. And if y'all want to chime in on something, just chime in. So it says our friends and associates can have a profound influence on us, often in very subtle ways. If we insist on friendships with those who mock what God considers important, we might sin by becoming indifferent to God's will. It says true friends should help you draw closer to God, not hinder your relationship with Amen. Him. So the question is. We, I mean, this is pretty obvious for us. Like, do your friends help you build up trust in God or, or do they tear you down? Like, we are, <laughs> go what? You gonna say something? Go. <laughs> Rose, gotta say something? Gonna say, my previous friends. <laughs> Hell no. No, no, no. Capital H. Yeah, capital H. It was bad, man. But it, the, it's so true because when you surround yourself, like how I've got this community now, like every day of my life seems purposeful. You know, every day, even when I hang out with everybody, I feel like I'm accomplishing something versus before. Not saying my friends before weren't great or anything. It's just the conversations, you'd walk away and you just feel more like, you just feel like I've just been with these people for like 12 hours, but I don't feel anything else. I just feel like I was with in a room with people. But like with Matt, with Raul, with you, Noah, with Oski and all these other guys, like, you know, and then the girls too. But like, I just feel so like whole and complete and then like full. Right. It's life giving community. Yeah. Versus life draining community. What were you going to say, Raul? Yeah. No, same thing. I'm talking to that mic, bro. Into the mic. No, same thing like you were saying, you know, it says, um, it says be mindful of those who give you advice. You know, as you were saying that your friends from the past weren't as bad. You know, but now it's like you're learning something new every day when you hang out with these people that love God and want to know more. You know, even though we have our struggles in life, still, we're still fighting for that success and knowing who is God, you know, and what he brings to the table and what he can do for us. Yeah. You know, and that's why we serve and we go for him, you know. Mm. And also it says, um, you know, don't let your friendships affect your walk with God. Hey, that's key right there. You know, don't let your friendships have that effect, you know, because it's. We're on this together, yeah. but our relationship is, is ourselves and God, you know? And even that's your Christian friends, things. too. You Absolutely. Know? That's a good point, like even your Christian friends, because there are Christian friends that can ha- go back and forth and um, who maybe not 
They're they're okay, like they're lukewarm, right? <laughs> yeah. What happens to water when it gets mixed with lukewarm water? That hot water becomes not as hot anymore. And it's not that the lukewarm becomes hot; it's that the hot becomes lukewarm, or vice versa, right? That's why when we put ice in drinks, for example, right, it cools that water down. It doesn't make the ice cubes hotter. Yeah. It does the opposite. So that's why it's important to have that different community around you. <laughs> I looked at Matt like, you're going to say something? Also, Raul, Raul would have a really good uh, profile for uh, uh, one of our logos. His uh, hair and his beard and the glasses. And the chain. And the chain. <laughs> and the chain. <laughs> okay, um, let's... M- Okay, really, really quick on this too, right? This this thing that says, or stand in the way that sinners take, right? This mm. doesn't mean that you're blocking the sinners from moving forward. It means that you're standing on the same path as them, facing the same direction. I'm just, it's, not, it's saying, like, blessed are those who don't stand in the, on the same path as those who are walking in the way of the wicked. I think that's where, you know, might be confusing, because stand in the way makes it seem like I'm standing against that person, but I'm standing in their way. I'm standing with them or like I'm, you know, on the same path as them. Yeah. Right. So all of that, it says, blessed is the one. And if you skip down where we'll go to verse two, it's like, it's like, blessed is the one who does not do this, but does this. And then, and then in verse two, it says, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Right? So, blessed is one who doesn't do this, but then does this. So, let me read what my Bible says here. It says, you can learn how to follow God by meditating on his word. Right? Because we're talking about two paths. Hmm. And how do, I, so how do I walk in the way of the righteous? How do I walk and not walk in the way of the wicked is by meditating on God's word. Okay? And meditating means spending time reading and thinking about what you have read, right? Not just reading God's word, but thinking about what you have read too, meditating on it, letting, mm. like chewing on it and, and seeing what it means for your life. It means asking yourself how you should change, show, asking yourself how you should change so you will live as God wants. And if you want to follow God more closely, you must know what he says. Okay? Pretty straightforward there, Yeah. right? Blessed is the one who delights, right? Uh, what is it? Uh, another psalm that says, um, the, steps of a good or, uh, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way, mm-hmm. right? Same kind of thing. Yeah. Verse three, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. So in season, this is, okay, this, this is what tripped me up a little bit in this because I always thought too that in season meant every season. It's not every season. It says it bears its fruit in season when it's supposed to. Yeah. Because we can get caught up and say, oh, I'm blessed. I'm walking in God's way, fruit in every season. Mm, I don't think that's true. It's fruit when God needs you to produce fruit. Well, think of the actual fruits. Like, yep. Strawberries only produce in one season, technically speaking, because of the ability we have to genetically modify it so that we can have it year round. But before, when people were gatherers mm-hmm. more than they were consumers like we are now, they would have to plant and plow 
for that next season. So like it would be peanuts for one season and then it would be strawberries and then it would be watermelons the next season. So those, even the plants don't produce multiple or the trees don't produce multiple like fruits throughout the season. It's only when they produce. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I've heard it said before, like every season fruit, it's like, I mean, yes, we can. Like in any given circumstance, we can produce fruit, uh, fruit when we are connected to the living water. When we, when we are planted next to that stream, you know, being connected to God and his word. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's seasons where it's drought. Yeah. There's seasons where it's like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm producing, but God is. And it's just, it's taking time to, I mean, when farmers produce or when they plant crops, it doesn't always come up. And that's what's so difficult is like, I'm plant, I am planted in God's word, but God, I'm not feeling you. I'm kind of going through a season of this right now myself where it's like, like, God, I don't really feel you a whole lot right now. I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel I'm connected to you. I'm still reading your word. I'm still praying, but I'm not like feeling the fruit of it. So. Which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. What version are you reading? The NIV. Oh, okay. You want NLT? Yeah. I'm on my NLT game. That's a good... I like that version too, which you can talk about that because if it says something different, it means a little bit... It has a little bit more impact. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm still... I was still dissecting... Getting that mic, bro. I was still dissecting one. And I don't know if it was Raul or you, Noah, who said something about like... uh, Or... Who said it like when they were with their old friends and oh, I think it was Izzy. I think it was Izzy, yeah. Who like said when they were the old friends, it just felt like they were wasting time. Like it, it wasn't necessarily bad, but right. it was just like, yeah, you just didn't feel full. And like, that's, I think it's just crazy how on this one, I don't know what the NIV says, but this one says, uh, you know, or stand around with sinners. And then it says, it just like stand right. around, right. like just doing, doing nothing. nothing. Right. Like just, right. And that's how I felt too. And then it says, or join with mockers and it says, but. Uh, but they delight in the law of the Lord. Like, and then you said something uh, earlier that when God speaks and, and yours says something like following the ways of the Lord or something like that, or something about who, following who delights in the law of the Lord. Yeah. And then some, I don't know, maybe I'm tripping, but I heard the word follow. And like, to me, like that's so God, when he speaks, we follow and like that demands yeah. action. That's not standing around. Ooh. And when we follow the, the ways of God, like we're always in action. Doing stuff right. that's purposeful. Moving so forward. Not, yeah, moving mm-hmm. forward, not just standing around with people that ain't really doing that thing with their lives. Mm-hmm. But my bad, we're way past that. Anyways, I was no, just no. thinking about that. I mean, this is just open. But I love that word too, mockers. Yeah. Because yeah. we're like, oh, God, we don't really mock. But if you, if you gossip, Yo, I'd you're kind of mocking. I'm like king mocker, bro. If I'm being like, like, I'm not as bad as I used to. And like, but... I'm getting better. Basically, I was that kid, man. So if you that kid, stop it. <laughs> it feels good though, it mocking does. or gossiping. Like it feels yeah. good to do that. To try to build yourself up. Exactly. Exactly. It, it's 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 an insecurity that's coming through, and and it it feels good to gossip about people because it's replacing that inadequacy in you. Yeah. And it's just it's honestly just building up pride. It's all it does, and then God has to come cut you down, and it hurts even more. And you gotta prune them trees. Exactly, prune them, prune them trees. Um, 
and this actually what what this little note says for this kind of goes along with what Terry spoke about today at Hillsong. But it says these two verses hold simple wisdom. The more we delight in God's presence, the more fruitful we are. Mm. And that's the thing. I don't think you always have to feel God's presence to be fruitful. And kind of going off, you know, the message from this morning, it was like, you know, he talked about how David had the tabernacle and it was like a tent. Yeah. Right? And God's presence was there. Even like with the Israelites, God's presence was in the form of the fire and the cloud that they followed what you're saying, man. Like they followed God's presence each day or whenever it moved. But now that we have God's presence with us, right, we are that temple, right? Yeah. And the New Testament says that, consider, like, don't you know that your body is a temple for the Lord? And so it just really talks about how we are that, that temple for God's presence because if he lives in us, right, we, we, we are, it's kind of this crazy picture that we are kind of almost simultaneously the Israelites and God's presence at the same time, quote unquote. You know what I mean? That kind of image where it's like they, it was almost separate for them, but because Jesus lives in us, we carry his presence with us now. And he just kind of directs us through those nudgings, through the Holy Spirit, guiding us in those ways versus that just very blatantly obvious guiding. Yeah. One of the things that, oh, were you say something? No, I was going to say that. That's good. I never thought about it. Uh, I, I don't That was, that is good because what I was thinking of is like, we can always, I don't know how theologically correct this is or where it is theologically, but this is just what I'm feeling. And <laughs> <laughs> Matt's ready to pass on college guy over here. Um, but like what you're saying is it's almost like we're the Jews and knowing of God's presence already, but it's like, like two in the same, right? Kind of. Yeah. It's... But I think that is true because, um, when I was, for the two years that I was hanging out with the people that I was, I wasn't in God's presence, but I still knew of God's presence. Right. Ooh. You know? So, like, I would be coming home drunk or, you know, doing things I shouldn't have. And in the back of my mind, it would still be there. Like, hmm. like just like this real quiet whisper This like, remember, you're still my child. I'm still protecting you, even though you're going through all of this. Like, you're not supposed <laughs> to. And I know that you want to, but I'll still be here and I'm protecting you. And just, just always know that I'm here when you need me. And when you're ready to be in my presence, I'll be here waiting with open arms. But I always knew of God's presence when I was going through those two years of my life. And I, I'm being honest, I really wasn't in God's presence. Like church for me at that point was like a routine. Yeah. Right. And just knowing that, oh, okay, I got to go to church on Sunday. You know, it was just knowing where it is now. It's like, I want to be at church on Sunday and I want to serve through this th- from like 8 a.m. to, you know, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. It, it's just interesting. I don't like what? Maybe smile, dude. <laughs> like, everything you said made me smile. You know? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> you want to speak to this mic, bro? Yeah. You know, I'll Gotta get close, like, bro. Gotta get close. Yeah. No, don't bite. It's like when, when you were saying that, I was listening to you and, uh, you know, I went to the same stuff, you know, I went to the same thing, you know, I knew what God, it, who God was, you know, but I wasn't in his presence, you know, and same thing. There was a, like a ring in my head telling me, you know, the next day when I woke up, like, you know, feeling a little upset kind of, but I would be like, you know what? It's all good. You know, I'm good. He forgives me. But then I would start doing the same thing all over, all over again. And to the point where 
you know, I tried. I tried. I was like, you know what? If it's not going to be them helping me, I have to help myself out, you know, if I want something better. So I chose that path and left people, you know, behind that were bringing me to other things or just me making decisions just so I can fit in with them. And then now, like, when you said that, you made me smile because I thought I was going the only one that went through that, you know? You know, and and that was, it's kind of, you know, when no one knows about your life, you get kind of defensive a little bit, you know? And don't want to backtrack to what you've been through because you don't. You're not you 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 feel like you're not gonna be accepted for the things you've done before in life, you know. Yeah. Nah, bro. So you I kind of lifted the spirit up in me. You know, my my hands a little sweaty, but you know it's all good. You know, <laughs> bounce back. You know, bounce back, bounce back. Yeah, yeah. Love you got, it. Man? Nah, man, that, that was good. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. He, he's just leaning over, hanging out. He's yeah, just leaning in. getting ready to cuddle you is what it looks man. like. <laughs> <laughs> Lay his head on your shoulder. No, I was just, when you were talking, like, and then Noah breaking it down too about like how. Back then, the Israelites would have to would have to carry like God's presence, or like it wasn't really internally; it was outside. And now, like we have an inter- the internal presence, which is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So I guess for them, it was like, oh, we can't do something because of the law, right? It, yeah. Because that right. they were looking at it from an outside perspective. But since the Spirit lives within us now, it's not that we, oh, I can't do this. It's more like we don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it's like, a I don't choice. want to. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't want to because it's part of me now. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it lives within me, that thing that's telling me not to, you know? And like, I don't know, it's just, I'm trying to still like figure it out all out in my head because it's just like, yeah, it's just. I am too, because it sounds really weird, right? To say yeah. like, we're, at the same time, we're both the Jews and carrying God's presence. And it's like, that's, it sounds so weird, but it's like, it's the same thing because God's presence was in the tabernacle and the tent and they carried the tent with them. Mm-hmm. Right at God's leading, the Ark of the Covenant was that whole thing, you know. And but, like, yeah, like God's presence lives in us. Therefore, we have become the temple for God, and so like wherever we go, we're carrying God's presence with us. It's mm-hmm. weird. Again, I don't. I'm with you, Easy. I don't know if it's all theologically correct or whatever, but I think it was just a thought. I think it is. Um, just because, like, the Old Testament just mirrors. Well, the New Testament mirrors the Old Testament. Right. And the New Testament, I mean, it's not just for Gentiles. It's obviously for the Jews, too. But how I see it, it's like, so I see Jesus in the middle, and then I see the old old law and the new under grace, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes we get it mixed up where people are like, oh, yeah, we don't live under the law no more because we got grace. And then the people in the law, like the Jewish, tradi- traditional Jewish people are still like, nah, we're still the law. And, and you guys are wrong for the whole grace thing. And, and I think it's neither or. I think they're both good. Right. They're right. both good. And, and if you do both, you're basically heading towards the same direction, which is Jesus yeah. in the middle. Of yeah. It. yeah. Because Jesus came and he fulfilled the law, which meaning he just dis- he, he basically displayed how a life under the law looks like right which with his spirit we could do yeah. so it's like in reality like it's, it's not like people get that wrong and they're like oh yeah he he fulfilled the law which means we don't have to live under the law no more not really i mean the law is not a bad thing we still live under grace obviously but if you live a life of grace it's basically fulfilling the law you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i don't know if that makes sense but in my head it does yeah, it's it kind of hard does. for me it too. absolutely does yeah because it's not, it's not just either or. It's not one or the other. It is both. Yeah. And Jesus, and that's why Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish it. I came to fulfill it. Exactly. To yeah. show you what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> y'all messed it up so many times. <laughs> exactly, bro. Okay. Let me read this real quick. 
so okay, that phrase, whatever they do prospers, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean we're going to have um immunity from failure or difficulties. Nor does it guarantee health, wealth, and happiness. What the Bible means by prosperity is this, when we apply God's wisdom, the fruit, the results or byproducts we be- we bear will be good and will receive God's approval. And it says just as a tree soaks up uh, water and bears luscious fruits, we are also to soak up God's word, producing actions and attitudes that honor God. To achieve anything worthwhile, we must have God's word in our hearts. Okay? So again, being, being planted by the, the, the stream of the water, you know, when, it's, when, when it talks about that in verse 3, that person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, is being planted in the word of God, being planted in time with him and what he has said to us through his word, right? Yeah. That is being, if you apply that to your life every day or, you know, consistently, that is being planted in streams of, next to streams of water. Yeah. Right? Always yeah. being fulfilled, always being able to go through those difficult seasons and come out on the other side doing fine. And I think, you know, when that tree bears fruit, that fruit is good to eat. The, a, a tree still might bear fruit, yeah. but it's all bad. Ooh. Right? A tree can bear fruit out of season, but it's not good to eat. Yeah. Because it's not time to do that. It's, not, it's, it's out of order. Mm. Right? God has an order to things. There's a certain reason why trees bear fruit in the springtime and not in the winter. Because if that fruit does get born in the spring, or if it does get born in the winter, it's not going to be able to be sustained. It's going to die. It's going to rot. Dang. It's not going to be healthy to eat. It's, gonna, it's actually going to make you sick. Preach that. <laughs> that fruit will actually make you sick. Yeah. So the fruit that you bear could, if it's born in the right season and out of God's word, it'll be nourishing and it'll be what you need. But if you bear it in the wrong season, it's going to make you sick. Mm. So, oh, my bad. Go ahead, bro. (laughs) Just real real quick. Just real quick. Because, yeah, yeah. Because we are young men over here. Not married yet. Um, So to put it, (laughs) soon to be, right? Uh, But putting into you know put it into what or what you said into perspective i think it's kind of like <laughs> sex before marriage yeah it's like that's a fruit and and out of marriage that's out of season and it's just like you know it's good it feels good it feels good it looks good. good you know and then like <laughs> within the the season of marriage that's when it's a good fruit that's why I'm, I'm getting from what you're saying yeah you no know? absolutely that's a very good application to that i'm trying to think of another one or like i got, I got Say it. Yeah, it was it was right on point with what Matt says, but it's like for example, you're talking about we're bearing we're bearing fruit. Sorry for my accent. I apologize. Now, you know? <laughs> trying to understand me, you know. But um, you know. Yes, but yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> now, but I was like you guys were saying, you know, um, you know, you learn from it after, you, like you said, after you get married, you know. But at the same time, you know, you have to be your own self. You know, like Noah was saying, you gotta you have seasons for that, you know. But it's not a you 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 have to willing to do it. Not just because someone is looking at you or you're trying to become somebody, yeah. you know, it's supposed to come from the inside, you know. Yeah. You know, from the grace of God, you're supposed to feel it inside, you know. Cause then you get you get a lot that you see where where you can tell, you know, how 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 it is when people see you, you know. You can you can you know, not it's not that's not talking about judging, it's just about like, oh, you know, he has a spirit in him, you know. Yeah. You know, like they say, the eyes never lie, you know. But something like that. I don't know if you guys understood, but it's just like you know, you have to give it your all. You know, you have to want it, not just 
to show it to everybody else that you have the Holy Spirit in you, you know? Yeah. It's just about finding God and letting God guide you, like Noah said, you know? A little something. And to be able to produce that fruit in the right time, you have to patiently wait on God. Yeah. Because if a tree, if you, okay, let's take yeah. this tree example. If, yeah. if you eat the lemon off of a baby tree, it's going to be sour. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be bad. You have to wait till that tree reaches full maturity. The tree's going to keep bearing fruit when it's younger, when it's in the baby stages. But that fruit's not ready yet. That fruit is just, and you, what do you do? You keep pruning that tree. You keep cutting it back. You keep letting it produce the fruit, but you keep, you don't eat it yet, right? It's, it's, it's almost like it's more for the tree than for others around it. But you keep waiting until that tree is matured until you eat that fruit. And it says something like that. Where? Where do we go? That's true. Well, it's like we talked about, um, not, not on the podcast, but we talked about, you know, the, the um, parable in, oh, where was it? It's a parable in the Old Testament that not many people know of, but it talks about, like, you know, the tree specifically bears a certain kind of thing, and it doesn't do what it's not supposed to do, right? The olive tree bears the olives and makes olive oil. The um, oh yeah, we did talk about that. yeah, we didn't talk about it on the podcast. We no, talked we about did. it and just together. We'll we'll talk about it eventually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt's like what? But no, I think you know, there's there there are times when we are wanting to bear a certain kind of fruit, and God's like, you're not that kind of tree. Mm-hmm. You're you're supposed to be bearing kind of you're supposed to be bearing the apples, yeah. And you're trying to bear oranges. You're trying to produce oranges, and I, I I didn't make you to do that. And and even taking it a step further and saying you, you said you know trying to bear you know fruit in a season that you're not supposed to bear. Yeah. But also trying to trying to force your fruit off of your tree before it's ripe. Right. Before it's actually Use, time to let it go, right. or holding on to your fruit to where it starts to rot on your own tree. Yep. You know. Ooh. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like holding holding a good thought that can change the world, you know? Oh, hold on, get in this mic, bro. Come on. Bro, bro. It's like it's like holding a good thought that can change the world and just keep it to yourself, you know? Yeah. It's like you gotta share that experience. You gotta share that wealth that you have. That way others can grow, you yeah, know? No. Yeah. Not because you just wanna say something quick, you know, mm. might not might do something for them, but for you, you're still, you know, gazing around somewhere else while you exactly. know, but you gotta be one, you know, mm-hmm. and kinda there give is. that people that that uh that that fruit so it can you know start growing and growing you know that way you're not hoarding it yeah there you go don't hoard that fruit man you listen and don't hoard it man just like spiritual gifts they're not meant for us first peter 4 10 says that every person has a gift and they're meant to help others come on now i can't i I, can't nope nope yeah man the tree ate the the trees can't the trees can't eat their own fruit come on man (laughs) give it to somebody else give it to somebody why do we read the word of god To build, I mean, sure, we 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 read the word of God for ourselves, right? Yeah. But most of the time, it's not for us. Yeah. So we have it to produce fruit for other people. Yeah. So that we can help others. We don't read the word just to sit in our apartments and be comfortable and say, "Oh, thank you, God, you're so good." God's like, "Go and tell somebody that." Yeah. That's what James comes in (laughs) because James James says in in chapter one, I I forgot what verse, but it's talking about how um. You're worthless if you're a Christian and you're hoarding all of your teachings and all of what you learned and you're not doing anything with it. Right. He said, 
by your faith, actions won't just get you into heaven. Hey. It's also by your deeds. Right. Yes. So it's what you do. It's the fruit that you give mm. to other people. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, look at these beautiful apples that I produce, God, and God's looking at you like, yeah, but they're all rotting on you. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even if you don't have nothing to say. It's all, you know, that's when it comes to, you know, our church, so on church, you know, you, you got to serve, you know? Exactly. You got to plant that. Even though if you're not saying nothing hey. or preaching nothing, you just got to plant your foot in there and serve, Planning. you know? Right? You just got to serve. That's all you got to do. Yeah. I mean, it gave me the chills a little bit, but, you know. <laughs> My boy got the chills, like that, man. You know? Come on now. Hey. Hey, Raul, man, just grab that mic next time, bro. Seriously, just, away, bro. just grab it. Run over here and just grab it and just pull it over your way. Yeah, just pull it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Verses four and five. It says, not so the wicked, they are like chaff, right? So the righteous are like <laughs> the chaff. Yeah. Name what, yeah. The righteous are like the, the trees planted by streams of water, right? But the wicked are like the chaff that the wind blows away. And so, Matt, we were, you were talking about this before we started recording, but like, so chaff... Um, I'm just going to read this because it explains it a lot better than I can say it. So chaff is the outer shell or husk that must be removed to get the valuable kernels of the grain inside. Chaff was removed by a process called threshing and winnowing. After the plants were cut, they were crushed, and then the pieces were thrown into the air. Chaff is very light and is carried away by even the slightest wind, while the good grain falls back to the earth. Chaff is a symbol of a faithless life that drifts along without direction, Good grain is a symbol of a faithful life that can be used by God. Dang. So, right? I love that process. There's, that, there's a process to it, right? There's a crushing process, right? And it's kind of like what Jesus talks about in the end, where it's like he will separate the weed from the wheat, right? Like, let it grow up all together, but in the end, God is going to separate that out, and whoever will kind of drift away, those who are easily persuaded by anything anybody says, right? Yeah. That will just believe anything anybody says. And it's like, well, is that really what scripture says? You know, it doesn't really kind of test things. doesn't have a weight to it. Like a person's life, that's like the grain, has a weight to it. It's like God can use that. God doesn't measure by scale. He measures by weight. It's wheat and weed? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> wheat and weeds. Weeds. Like weeds. Yeah, weeds. Yeah, like weeds. I wasn't talking about weed, weed. Like. Oh, no, of course you weren't. <laughs> But no, so right, like God, God measures us by, I mean, think back to when Samuel came to anoint David. D- Samuel is like, oh, that's him. He's tall, like Saul was. He's, he's beautiful. He's gorgeous. And God, God's like, I don't look at that. I don't look at their, their height. I look at their weight. I look Ooh, at I look thing I put on an extra <laughs> So everyone who has an extra little fluff to them you're in good company. Like <laughs> 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 Sorry, he's trying, he trying, man. <laughs> no, so I think, you know, because that weight that the grain has, it falls back to the earth. Mm-hmm. Right? Dang, okay. Okay, so okay, let's Dang. imagine this, right? A farmer's in the field, he separates all this out. He throws it up in the air. Some of it falls back to the ground. Is he is he going to pick up every single little seed? Know. Yeah, I mean no. no. <laughs> I mean hold on. Yeah, I'm just a green bro. I'm hyping you up. He's <laughs> <laughs> being a hype man right now. No, he may not. But what's that seed gonna do? It's gonna take ground. It's gonna fall into the soil. And it's gonna produce for the next season. Yeah. You know, isn't all right. Yeah. Go no, for it. No, no, no. no, no. Don't, don't you no, don't talk, so, say it. I don't. We're having I don't, a discussion. Like I don't understand this. Like I mean, I understand the whole concept of the we and the shaft or staff or whatever. Chaff, yeah. Chaff. My bad. Um, 
very so different like, modern day terms. Like, I don't know. I don't really know what planet is, but what I'm trying to figure out, like, is like the chaff, the outer shell of like the seed or what? what is it? Like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, it's like a uh, what's a good example? OK, it's like garlic, right? OK, kind of like garlic. Gar- like it's that outer kind of um, film. Film, yeah. It's just a light a kind of wrapping around it that mm. when you break it off of there, what do you, I mean, that's how you cut garlic up, right? You smash it with a knife and yeah. then you peel away the outer part of it to get to the garlic that you want. Okay. And so the grain is like the garlic and that chaff is like the outer shell of that. Dang. If I throw the garlic up in the air, it's going to fall back down to the ground quickly. If I throw that, you know, skin up in the air and it's windy, it's going to just blow away. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Does that make so sense? So it's like, yeah, it's that weight, the mass. Yeah. So would you guys think like, and this is just me thinking, I don't know where, like, anyways, uh, like would, would the mass in us now, because the shell is us, obviously, and I'm thinking like the mass is the Holy Spirit in us. Mm. That's what mm. really carries the weight and yeah. what produces the fruit in us. So it's like people that don't have the Holy Spirit, obviously are the people that are just going to flow, float away, like you were saying, are just yeah. like the, they just go wherever the wind sends them because they right. don't have the weight. Of God's presence in their in their soul. Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, you know. can think about it like this too, right? I mean, Stephen Furtick just kind of talked a little bit about. Um, he had a message called "Wind versus Word." Yeah. Right. Good. Where it's like when some when, uh, you know, someone who is easily swayed by the wind will just react to every single emotion they have and think God's left them, or they'll just kind of react without having a logical basis to it or something like that. You know. Yeah. But someone who is by the word will say it has that weight to them what you're saying like the holy spirit they will start to you know discern that and they're not going to be easily removed from the path just because of what someone says or upsets them or anything else you know yeah you guys Raul's got something it's like it's like having a season you know it's like a a season we don't feel god you know Uh, you have that you have that you have that that ground in you that holy spirit in you that's that weight that sits you down and like you know what it's only temporary. I have to find another way, you know? Yeah. And instead of worrying about it and like falling away from it, you find a different way to, to talk to God and have wow. God talk to you, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's what I got from your both when you guys were saying for how I, under, I understood it. And when yeah. you talked about, yeah. you know, that, that that's, sermon that he gave, you know, good. I think it was it's kind of good gotta find a how I feel way, that right? way. Yeah. Always, mm-hmm. always find a different way and not just getting stuck in one place you know, and thinking that, oh, God left me or... Yeah. Or I'm having trouble with this or doing this. You got you got to find a way to get out of that. You know, find yeah. a different way because God talks to you different in every season. Oh yeah, you know, oh, He yeah. shows you different things in every it's season. It's like it's like when when we first this year 2019 how we started off and how God was talking to you Noah like <laughs> consistently through William. prayer and yeah. and like through reading the Bible and now it, or, and then then it seemed like you know six months after it was like I don't really hear God anymore like that. It's like well man you got to change it up now do the work. Right. Get to writing. Yep. You know, get to writing your future sermons and stuff. And then you're just like, you were one day you text me like, bro, all this, I don't know where this came from, but like all this, just like these thoughts and these creative like titles and just messages like downloaded into me in like a night. And it's just like, you've been going at it ever since, you know? So it just, it really depends how the season is. Cause like for me, it was like just working at my job. And getting trained in like the production and how to do all that kind of stuff. And then I'm like, God, I'm praying love left and right and I can't hear your voice. <laughs> and then it's when I'm sitting at work in like the catwalk area watching the show and like calling uh, the shots from from the headset. Like, okay, 
you know, <laughs> camera on this person and then lights on this person. And then like, we're going to dim out and stuff like that. So I'm calling the whole show. Yeah. And then God was just like, haven't you heard me working right now? Like you're in a position where you're calling shots for a show. Being an MD. Being, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, you're being like a production. You're being like a producer right now. You're like you're mm-hmm. leading everything that's going on. And your boss has enough trust in you to let you be the one to lead it. And I'm like, oh, okay, God, I see where you're going with this. And now I'm in a season where it's like I'm reading the Bible and praying. And that's where God is like downloading into Mm. me, you know? That's good. It's And for me right now, this season is it's really weird because it's like little tiny visions that God gives me. I'm doing something, right? Yesterday, Lily and I were just hanging out like up north somewhere. And um, we were just out to eat. And her... Her food that she got wasn't good. She, like, she didn't like it. And so the guy, I think it was the manager, he comes out and he's like, uh, he grabs our plates and he's like, oh, did you not like your food? And she's like, oh, no, like it was, actually wasn't really good. And um, we were just like, don't worry about it. Like, it's okay. We're not upset. Like, it's fine, you know? But he's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to give you a refund. Like, don't even worry about it. He brings a $10 bill back out to us, right? And we're, we're just kind of like, okay, that's, that's fine. But then there's a moment where this girl walks out and she's been like busting tables and whatever. And God gives me this little tiny vision of giving the money to her, like just handing the money to her and, and saying, hey, can you put this in a tip jar inside? Because we were like, oh, like, if there's an opportunity, we're going to give this back or something. Mm-hmm. But it was in those, it's been in those moments of just like God giving me a little piece of something to do that. And it turns out like apparently that same table that we were sitting at, the girl was saying that multiple people that day were like, giving extra money to her or something just because of her service. And it's like, okay, so apparently she needs something, but it's just crazy because a lot of times right now I'm getting just visions of doing something, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And that's, it's kind of like how, that's how God's speaking to me in this season of my life. Go on, Raul. It's like, it's like you don't expect it. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, like I was talking to one of my friends, you know, late at night, called me, had a, had a couple questions and, you know, it was just like things that I might said to them. Uh, it took a while for them. Like a couple of days later, they called me back and they're like, they're like, wow, like your com- the conversations really helped me out. And mm. I was thinking to myself, like, what did I do? I just told you what I felt, you know, or, or, or what this and that, you know, and I, and I gave her some, a uh, couple of verses and uh, you know, what I know about the word. And they were like, I recorded you. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, listen to what you said, you know? Oh, wow. And I was like, how how can that how can that be me you know yeah. like i and, and you know something stuff that we don't we don't really see but when we get talk we talk to someone about things things just come up you know and like start going into our minds yeah, and our heads fire. and our mouths and we just get stuck like did we just say that yeah. or did like you did we did we just do that yeah. you know you could have kept the 10 bucks and put it in your pocket you know and just walked away but it's just like something comes to you and it's like you know what you know go do this be humble you know obedience like yeah. two weeks ago they're talking at hillsong um church about being humble and about yeah. giving, you know, and giving and giving. So it's, you know, I think it's good with sometimes when things like that happen, like your vision, or for example, my thoughts and what I say sometimes, like it kind of triggers me and it catches me. And I'm just like, was that me? Mm. Like, like for real? Yeah. You know, did I say that? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a shocker because, you know, sometimes we don't expect things that we do and God shows us the way, you know, and that's when obedience comes in and we have to be, you know, obedient to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that's exactly how you know it's God working through you because you're just like, what did I just say or do? Yeah, it's like it's just a moment where you're just acting in obedience to God, and He's using you as a vessel because you are connected to Him because you do have that 
relationship because you are planted next to his living water. You know, he's like, I can use that. I can bear fruit in that person, which he wants to do in every single person's life. Yeah. yeah. You know? Also, real quick in all of this, too, it's, in, it's very interesting that um, this first psalm comes, comes right after the book of Job. Because <laughs> if you remember in Job, if you haven't read it, it's a very interesting book, um, very difficult book. But Job, you know, goes through all this loss uh, through, um, you know, God basically testing him. And he goes through this enormous amount of loss. And then he has these friends that come to him and try to offer him advice. And his friends don't really give the best advice to him. And Job's like, like, why are you saying all this? Like, I'm not following your advice. Like, you're good for nothing. Like, thank you for nothing for coming here and trying to help <laughs> me. But like, you didn't help. Yeah. And so it's interesting then that this, because the first Psalm is anonymous. We don't know who wrote it. But the fact that it says, blessed is the one who does not walk in the steps with the wicked. Right? His friends were trying to get him to blame God in all of this. So I don't know. I think there's, I, there might be some correlation. There may not be. But it's just very interesting that you know, we go from Job right into this, these two different paths of life. Because Job had a choice of saying, I can blame God for all of this. Even his own wife was like, just curse God and be done with it. Yeah. And Job's like, I'm not doing that. Because I'm going to walk in the way of God. Yeah. Gave me all of it. Dang. That man, Job. So, any last thoughts, guys? Psalm yeah. 1, be planted. Walk in the way of the Lord. I just, I just nah, I ain't gonna preach, man. I just wanna encourage my boy, Ra- Raul. <laughs> nah, man, like for real, just cause like I've been, I've been, you know, we've been hanging out here and there and stuff. And like I've seen him, I remember him from like just seeing him uh, when he first came to church and stuff. And like I just, it just brings joy to, in my heart to see how like, how like willing and how engaged mm-hmm. he is with trying to get to know God more. Yeah, the growth. And, like I know he he grew up in church. We've talked about it, but just like the hunger that he has to to really want to get to know God, and not only that, but be in community with his people and like be a part of it. And like, bro, you have a lot to offer. Don't doubt yourself. Seriously. And like, because God is using you already, and I've seen the the growth He's done in your life. So it's like, I'm just that that's legit to me, bro. Like just having you around. And just hearing your wisdom and stuff and just your thought and just seeing your pure heart uh, to yes. wanting to get to know him is really dope, honestly. Just a little quick shout out. That's it. I completely agree because L- Lily and I have both like talked about you too, Ro, where it's like we just see you and we see like your, your heart. Yeah. You have a really good heart for people. So. No, seriously, man. Like you're, you're an awesome guy. So. <laughs> no so seriously man thank you for joining us and offering it, some wisdom to us man oh, so bro, come through here come through here see i'll be hitting that <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well we are going to end it there but um you're gonna wait for me over at church right <laughs> matt um, but before we end, we always want to offer a prayer of salvation for anybody who is, uh, saying, I want to, you know, get connected with God. I want to walk in his ways and not in the ways of the wicked. I want to get planted next to him and, and be part of his word, have that relationship with Jesus. So, um, the Bible says that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, because it's both yep. inward change that, uh, that results in an outward expression, inward change, outward expression. Um, but if you believe these things that you will be saved. So I'm going to say a prayer and then easy and Raul, if you just want to repeat after me, yeah, we'll all say it together for, 
because we're a family here. So, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, thank you for the life you gave me. Thank you for the life you gave me. I believe in you. I believe in you. And put my trust in you. I put my trust in you. I believe you came. I believe you came. You died. You died. And you rose again. And you rose again. Just for me. Just for me. And today, and today is my new beginning. Is my new beginning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, if you guys just made that decision. We are celebrating with you. We want to hear from you guys because I will send you a Bible. I've already done it for one person. I will just send it to anybody else. I'm going (laughs) to, this is going to be a thing in the future where it's going to be like, oh, 1,600 people. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, no, seriously, I mean, whatever happens, God will make a way. But I will seriously, we will reach out to you guys and get connected with you because it's the best decision you could ever make. But send us an email, connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or uh, hit us up in those DMs at Connection Podcast on Instagram. On the ground. Yes, sir. Raul, thank you so much, man, for sitting yes, in. Yes, Raul, thank you. Hey, thank you guys very much for having me. It was a blessing, pleasure. Raul, you brought thank a you lot. Awesome, man. Woo! You're awesome, man. So, all right, guys. Thank you for joining us in this episode. We will hope you all have a fantastic week. We love you all. Peace out.